welcome to the YYY show, a comedy podcast about search histories, life, and the amusing tales of Earth people. I'm Jingan, and I'm Eliza. And in this podcast, we are going to talk about interesting things that we search for on the internet this week. But first, we need to make a small disclaimer. This is a comedy podcast, and we do our best to research the things we find. If there's anything that is factually inaccurate, please send us your corrections through our social media channels. You can find us at YYY Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Okay, so I have two corrections for the last episode. Yes. Okay, one, there is no Ziki virus. It's called Zika virus. <laughs> <laughs> and also, there are no Luke or Francis in the Twelve Apostles. Yeah, I think we are thinking of Pope names. Mm. I also have an interesting comment from our listener, Brian. So yeah, it's about our part on the posture in the last episode. So we were saying that it's better for your shoulders and neck, right? To hold your phone at eye level. Then he was telling us that because he's a guy, right? Then it's a bit weird for him to hold his phone up on the train. Especially if there are ladies sitting opposite him. Because it might cause some misunderstanding. Mm, yeah, huh? Then I was like, mm, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like yeah. as if taking video of them or something. Yeah, like it would be so weird, right? If the guy in front of you is like trying to take a... Because I'm a creep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to continue. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to continue singing. Okay, anyway. um, Yeah, so anyway, I found out that you can actually hold your phone at eye level in a way that's not creepy. Mm. So you just hold your phone like you normally do, but then use your index finger to cover the back-facing camera. Okay. Yeah, it's like trying to scan your fingerprint, but just put it further up lah. Okay. I mean, you will still look like a weirdo lah. Just that you're not trying to infringe on other people's privacy. Mm, yeah, at least they are assured <laughs> that your camera is blocked. Okay. And then if you are very paranoid, then you just uh, massage your shoulder or your neck. Okay, okay, can. Then- Okay, we have another comment from our listener, Sally. This one is also about posture. And she says that there are some wearable devices that will help with posture. Like, you know, a band that mm-hmm. helps you keep your posture right. Mm-hmm. And then... It's a strap thing, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it. Like, two backpack handles that you wear that's not attached to a, a bag. To anything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. I think it works, eh. Like, sometimes. You cannot wear it too often because you'll get, get used, used to, to it. it. Yeah, you need to occasionally wear it. Okay, the other thing is this vibrating device that you can put at your neck. Mm-hmm. So when you slouch, then you automatically vibrate and remind you. Like, I think it's as near your neck there, then you can tell when your neck is, oh, is not straight or something. Oh, like, I don't know. It's a pager, la, basically, <laughs> for your posture. Remind you, remind pager you. Pager for posture. Okay, can. So apparently, a lot of our listeners are very um, concerned with posture. Mm, passionate mm. about posture. Yes, that's right. It's important. <laughs> Okay, so shall we begin our podcast? Okay, yes, yes, we are done with all the listener comments. <laughs> okay, Eliza, what is your search term for the week? Okay, my search terms this week, right, they are all super practical. Because I <laughs> encountered all this in real life. Okay. Yeah, then I really, really need the answer. Lah. Okay. Mm. So my first search term is... Inability to concentrate psychology. <laughs> Inability to concentrate, okay. Psychology. Okay. Yeah, I, I had to add the word psychology behind. Okay. Because, you know, if you Google this kind of thing, then yes. now Google has a lot of those kind of fluffy motivation blogs and articles. Ah, okay. Then it's very annoying. I want to know the science answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think makes people unable to concentrate? Our phones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Social media is a big part of why we cannot concentrate well. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we keep like checking it and then like we get like updates very often. It's like always mm-hmm. very short content mm-hmm. like and everything is meant to like grab your attention. So mm-hmm. it's always super interesting in the first five seconds. So mm-hmm. like you don't have the patience for long form things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Okay. Yes. So why is the <laughs> full research? Yeah, okay. Is my guess. <laughs> it's not bad though. Yeah. <laughs> Because for some reason last week, I, I really found it very, very hard to concentrate. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Google led me to a few medically reviewed articles. Okay. So there is one on Healthline. Mm-hmm. And they actually split the causes of inability to concentrate into two categories. Uh-huh. Uh, the first category is chronic conditions. 
Then the second one is lifestyle related reasons. Okay. Then I was like, hmm, okay, this is pretty interesting. So they list the chronic conditions and it includes mm. ADHD. Okay. Chronic fatigue syndrome. Okay. Cushing syndrome. I okay. was like, hmm, what's this? Uh, your body produced too much cortisol. So too much stress hormones. Oh. Like overload already. Mm. Yeah. Okay, next is dementia. Mm. Epilepsy. Mm-hmm. Insomnia. Okay. A concussion. <laughs> so if you got a concussion, maybe you'll affect your ability to Oh, it, so many things and suddenly a concussion. Yeah, funny, right? It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, makes sense. Various mental disorders. Okay. Okay, so for example, depression will cause brain fog. Uh-huh. So it's like your brain is on low power. Oh. Then anxiety, right, is the opposite. It's like your mind goes over the same stressful thoughts. And uh-huh. worries and scenarios over and over again. Over and over again, yeah. Yeah, then your brain got not enough RAM. Like, to, overload. Yeah. CPU overload shuts down. Yeah, the RAM not enough <laughs> to go and think of other things. Okay. Okay, then another one is PTSD. So your brain is in constant fight or flight. Mm. So it cannot even focus on other things already. Okay, mm. makes sense. Then the last one, which I thought was very funny, was addiction. Ah. Then they say not just addiction to alcohol. It can even be addiction to shopping, social media, mm. or love. Wow. <laughs> so addiction is when the mind over-focuses on one thing mm. and cannot focus on anything else. That's like an obsession uh, for like certain mm. thing. Mm. Mm. Makes so sense. The social media that you said just now is under this. Oh. Like people cannot stop checking it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, because as we know, social media is like a, a shot of dopamine every time you you get a like or like mm. you know, somebody shares your thing or comments. Mm. That kind I of think thing. even Reddit is using that same mechanics. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. I Google why is Reddit so addictive. Eh? Yeah. It is very addictive. And you say it's because it's a slot machine of things that you like. Uh, like every time you scroll, right, you don't know what's the next thing. Mm. And then because you're subscribed to a few threads, right? Mm. A few subreddits. Mm. Then it will randomly show you random things from random threads. So and you don't know what's next. You get what you want from it. Like the mm. interesting thing or mm. like the cute thing or like, mm. etc. We have the... Uh, Digressed. <laughs> very, very enthusiastically digressed. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense that uh, most of the reasons are quite medical. Mm. And then the other ones are like lifestyle choices, which mm. is... Well, social media and the whole internet is making our lifestyle very different from like maybe 40 years ago. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's one part. Huh? Okay. The second category is lifestyle related reasons. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. What okay. other lifestyle related reasons? Okay. Okay. So number one is lack of sleep. Yes. Number Insomnia. Two, <laughs> yeah. Like even if you just are sleep deprived for a few nights. Oh, okay. 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 It like, also affects... Like maybe you you didn't sleep for the whole night for some project or something mm. like that. Yeah. Mm. Then the next day cannot concentrate. Really. Oh, okay. Mm. Makes sense. Okay, number two is hunger. <laughs> okay. If you are so hungry, your brain will keep thinking of stomach. <laughs> yeah. That's why the hangry comes in. Mm. <laughs> mm. Then number three is poor diet. Okay. Mm. Like malnourished. If you eat a lot of unhealthy food, your brain will not be fueled in the correct way. Ah, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, next one is excess stress. Okay. Then the next one is the opposite of excess stress, which is boredom. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are too bored, you cannot concentrate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Apparently, if you are too bored, right? People will seek distracting thoughts or activities. Oh. That means you don't like doing the thing. Oh. I mean, what it means is that if the thing cannot keep your concentration, it's mm. mean, it means that it's boring. La. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that's why the kids, la, you know, when you ask them to do homework, then they want to play video games. <laughs> what a non-answer. Okay, can. <laughs> okay, so the last one is a side effect of certain kinds of medication. Uh-huh. Okay, la. Okay, so what do you do if you cannot concentrate properly? Focus. Meditate. Focus meditation. <laughs> <laughs> is that your answer? Focus, meditate, and focus meditation. That's a very good answer, though. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Actually, right, it's correct. It is part of the medically reviewed answers. Okay. Yeah. So if it's due to chronic condition, right, then no choice, la, go and see doctor. La. Okay. But if lifestyle related, then you need to make some changes in your lifestyle. 
Oh. Yeah. Okay, it makes sense. So like you said, the meditation, yeah, it's part of it. Mm. Yeah. Okay, um, okay, some things quickly leave them. Eat better. Don't eat so much processed food, sugar, greasy food, fatty food. Okay. Mm. Eat brain food, fatty fish, eggs, blueberries, spinach. Good. Eat more. Mm. Mm. And stay hydrated. Very important. <laughs> I think a lot of people always forget drinking water. Eh? <laughs> mm, indeed. Actually, water plays quite a big part in our lives. If we don't have enough water, we will feel a lot of problems coming in. Because like we, are headaches, made, we are made of water. Uh, mostly water. Yeah. Then we need to keep changing the water in our system. Mm, yes, correct. Stay hydrated. Very, very important. We are okay. fish tank. Because you need to keep changing the water. Then the fish is the bacteria that live in us. <laughs> we are bacteria tank. I guess so. Okay, fish tank is a bad example. <laughs> it's pretty apt, <laughs> Bacteria tank. We are the tank for good and bad bacteria that lives inside us. Hmm. Okay. Okay, anyway. Improve sleep. Exercise. Apparently, exercise can reduce brain atrophy. Okay. So if you've got no time, right, then you just go and walk. Lah. Can walk to supermarket. Can walk to buy your lunch. Can walk your dog. Mm. Mm. Exercise is non-optional. That's a phrase that I heard from a recent podcast I was listening to. Wow. Yeah. It's not something that's optional lah, that you can like just don't do on the days that you don't feel like it. But Actually, you, can... you should uh-huh. do it every day. Ah. No matter how small amount it is. How about picking up a baby? That's not exercise. It's quite heavy. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. <laughs> okay, then lastly, reduce stress. Okay. Anyway, I tell you all these um very like very textbook answers. Yeah. Then right at the bottom of the list. Yes. There is one that I think you'll be very interested in. It says Train your brain by playing certain games. Okay. Then I was like, hmm, wait a minute, what games? Then the article suggested mentally stimulating games. Okay. Like Sudoku, crossword, or chess. Because hmm. it will help to improve short-term memory processing and problem-solving skills. Oh, okay, okay, I get then it. I'm like, so boring one. <laughs> <laughs> then they say, do for 15 minutes a day, 5 days a week. Okay. Then I'm like, mm, what about video games? Yeah, what about video games? Can video games improve concentration? Yes, yes. What do you think? Agree, agree, yes. <laughs> I was Googling this, right? Like, everybody, right, seems to be very interested in this. They go mm. and type, do video games? Haven't, haven't even type finish, huh? Then one whole list of auto-suggests come out. Do video games make you smarter? Do video games make you dumber? Do video games make you violent? Mm. Blah, 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 it's a very blah. contentious issue. Mm. Mm. So, what's the answer? Guess. Yes, it does. Does what? Make you smarter or dumber? <laughs> <laughs> or violent? Or Improve <laughs> your concentration. Okay, you're right. Yay! Ding, ding, ding! Yeah, researchers at University of Arkansas found that for adults, playing one hour of action video games increases visual selective activities. Oh. So players has increased focus on relevant visual information mm-hmm. and they can suppress less relevant information. So they were better able to focus mm-hmm. and are less distracted. Oh. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so the, another group of researchers went to dig, dig, dig more than 100 studies about the effect of video games. Oh, wow. And they found that, yes, they improved the video game players' sustained attention and selective attention. Mm. And also increase the size of the part of the brain that is responsible for visual and spatial skills. So is it any type of video game? Well, they say that action-based, the kind that you move in a 3D environment is pretty good because it makes you more spatially aware. Ah, yes. And then strategy games are good also. Ah, okay. Yeah. But you know, there's one group of games that are called brain training games. Yeah. So they like try to like make you me- memorize things and then you have to press the correct answer. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those kind, right, they are saying that on kids, it doesn't work. <laughs> on adults, minimal improvement. Okay. On seniors, also very minimal. I mean, so- I really think those games are quite boring, so... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when they test them, right, and they see whether those skills are transferable, right? Yeah. Like whether it will help them remember where they put their keys, for example. Mm. Then they realize that, no, does not apply. It does not apply. It just makes them better at that game. 
Oh, okay. Like they can play the game better and get a higher score. Okay. But they cannot really remember where they left their keys. You ah, know? okay. Makes sense. Yeah. But the problem with uh, gaming is that it's very addictive. Ah. Yeah. They actually did brain scans on the video game addicts. Indeed. Then it they is found very addictive. It is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is what. To yeah, a lot of you game a lot, right? But no, I mean, to me, it's not really an addiction. You know where to stop. Yeah, cause like when when I'm doing things, then like sometimes I can just don't play for a very long time. I mean, mm. depends. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's why they say that you know when they check the brains of video game addicts, right? The reward area of their brain is different. Mm. So yeah, lor, it does improve your concentration, mm. but it is highly addictive. So yes. you need to moderate yourself. Everything in moderation. Alright, so that's all for my search term. Very, very long and deep search term. <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, Jingan, so what is your search term of the week? Okay, my search term of the week is... Ik Nobel Prize. Huh? Ik? Ik Nobel Prize. Ik. IG. IG? Yeah. IG as in Instagram? No, 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 no. Like It's, it's spelled IG, Ik Nobel Prize. What is Ik Nobel Prize? It's like... Is it ig, like ignorance? <laughs> like, yeah, quite similar to that meaning, yes. Are you serious? Yeah. Ig Nobel, like ignorance prize. Yeah, it, it, is a, it is a satirical <laughs> prize that is awarded annually since 1991 uh-huh. to celebrate 10 unusual or trivial achievements in scientific research. Oh my goodness. So okay. it's a Nobel Prize, but funny, like satirical. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a silly science award. Oh, oh my goodness, this is awesome. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So how, the, how have I not heard of this? Yeah, exactly. Then the name of the award, right? The Ig Nobel Prize, right? It's a parody, it's a pun. Okay. Because ignoble is like, like what you say, like ignorant. Mm-hmm. Like it means not noble, like plebeian, common or vulgar. Oh my goodness, I like It's normally this. like quite negative, la, this word. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a prize for it. Yeah. So the aim of it is to honour achievements that first make people laugh, then make them think. Ooh. Yeah, quite okay. cool, right? Yes, I like this. Yeah, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the awards are satirical or critical, but most of the times they draw attention to scientific articles that have humorous or the unexpected aspect. Okay. Yeah, so examples are like the discovery that the presence of humans tend to sexually arouse ostriches. What? (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a statement that the black holes fulfill all the technical requirements for being the location of hell. Wow. (laughs) Wow. And then they have the research on the five second rule. You know, the belief that the food dropped on the floor Mm -hmm. will not be contaminated if it's picked up within five seconds. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So all these things were given awards. Wait, wait. So the five second rule, does it, is it a myth or is it a fact? It's a myth. Of course, it is a mystery. Do you think the, the bacteria will wait 5 seconds and then jump on your foot? No, I mean, I don't think they'll wait f- 5 seconds and jump on <laughs> my foot. I thought that less bacteria will jump on my foot if I pick it up within 5 seconds. No, it's the same amount. The thing on the floor means that part. Oh. Unless you roll around on the floor. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if you drop an M&M and it rolls, you should pick it up in 5 seconds because it will roll less. But if it's something like a bread, then you just... Yeah. They you just should just not eat the thing that dropped onto the floor, okay? What if it's your kitchen, your home kitchen that you clean very thoroughly? Okay, sure, sure, sure. Whatever you want. Live your life the way you want it. <laughs> okay? These, these, <laughs> okay. these prizes are mostly presented by Nobel laureates. Like okay. they won a Nobel mm-hmm, Prize mm-hmm. before. Okay, the event that they host this uh, prize presentation in contains a number of running jokes. Mm-hmm. So then there's this person that will repeatedly cry out, please stop, I'm bored, in a high-pitched voice if the speakers go on for too long. <laughs> Lol, quite funny. <laughs> please <laughs> stop, award... I'm bored. Like that, uh? Yeah. <laughs> then the award ceremony is traditionally closed with the words. If you didn't win a prize, and especially if you did, better luck next year. <laughs> Like that, so, uh, like, that's so it. because they look down <laughs> on the price so, it's, so if you want it then you shouldn't wish to win it next year oh my goodness that's so funny yeah then apparently throwing paper planes onto the stage is also a long-standing tradition i don't know why oh my goodness <laughs> okay 
So apparently there's a noble side to these awards and they are normally like, you know, about these funny things, but actually it might lead to some important breakthroughs. So there was mm. one study about malaria mosquitoes mm-hmm. and they are attracted equally to the smell of Limburger cheese mm-hmm. and the smell of human feet. Okay. Yeah. So as a direct result of these findings, they bait the traps with the Limburger cheese and then they placed it in strategic locations in some parts of Africa uh-huh. to combat the epidemic of malaria. Oh, wow. So it actually helped in real life. Oh, yeah. wow. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, quite an interesting thing that I chanced upon. And then I found at the bottom of the Wikipedia article, mm-hmm. there were a bunch of other similar awards. <gasps> Have you heard of the Darwin Awards? You know the internet yes, one? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like people who do very stupid things. Mm. So like, yeah. Then they are selecting themselves out of the gene pool from yes. dying or like... Yeah, from doing stupid pranks yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that. Or right. being sterilized via their own actions. Yes. Okay, then there is another one called the Golden Raspberry Awards. Guess what is, what is that? It? Golden Raspberry. Um, the person who can um, farm. Farm agriculture things uh-huh. in the most efficient way. It's a bad award. Like it's a okay. it's a funny award. The person who <laughs> can farm agriculture the things worst way. <laughs> in the most ineconomic way. Okay, no, it's award for bad movies. For the worst movies. <laughs> no. <laughs> then there's one called the Pegasus Awards. Like not Pegasus, uh-huh. but Pegasus. Okay. Yeah, they are a what, right? It looks like literally a pig with wings. Very That's funny. so cute. <laughs> then, what, what is it given for? It's not really an award. It's like exposing the paranormal or the psychic frauds. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, psychic fraud. Yeah. It's like, oh, this person said he can see the future and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that kind of thing. And then they just, oh, okay, give you this award. Yeah, from being such expose a you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, then the last one I have is this bookseller diagram prize for the oldest title of the year. Okay. Yeah, it's the oldest title of the book. Mm -hmm. So then there were some that were very funny. It's the Strangers Have the Best Candy. (laughs) The name of the book. (laughs) Kidnapping kidnapping, uh, manual. Okay. (laughs) Then there's a Managing a Dental Practice. The Genghis Khan Way. What? (laughs) Okay, there were there were quite what? a lot of other um prize awards that and titles that were very uh not appropriate for our forecast. So you guys can check it out oh, on your own. Damn it, I was very <laughs> I was so anticipating more. Like, you know, I was like, oh yes, please Yeah, the rest more. cannot say. Okay, cannot say. Mm. Go and find. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Alright, that's the end of my presentation. Thank you very much. It is time for our special segment. Three things to Google from a friend. So, Eliza, who did you ask this week? Okay, I asked Z, right? And then at first she gave me a fun fact. Okay. okay the fun fact is, llamas have three stomachs. That's <gasps> why they are always chewing. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, uh, you huh? give me the fun fact, then I'm like, what am I supposed to do with it? If you tell me the answer already, then I can't search it. <laughs> so then we were all talking in a group chat, That's right? That's quite funny though. Yeah. <laughs> Talk, talk, talk in the group chat. Then it unleash a torrent of questions. Okay, okay. So now I have more than three questions. Okay. So we just have to do a, like a lightning round kind of thing. Alright. Okay, number one. Can llamas be eaten? And is llama meat hala? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Can llamas be eaten? Can or not? I think can. I think maybe people in Peru will eat it. What do you think? Yes. Is that answer? Some people eat it. In the South American continent. I knew it! Oh, okay. so Wow. Wow. Yeah, because, I mean, if there's a lot of this animal around, you probably eat it. Yeah. In some countries, it is uh, legal. Like mm. Germany. In some countries, it's not. Like France. Oh, nice. Okay. Right. Next. Next. Is llama meat hala? I think it is. If you kill it correctly. We know that lamb is halal. All species of cows, camels, and sheep are permissible to consume, including buffaloes, bulls, and bison. Animals that have sharp teeth, canines, tusks, 
and fangs that they can use as weapons are haram, so cannot eat. For example, lion, tiger, hyena, jackals, weasels, otters, all these got sharp, sharp teeth, cannot eat. Mm. Mm. So animals that are not predators, but they still have sharp things, mm-hmm, like for example, mm-hmm. elephants and hippos, Yeah, they are severely disliked to consume. Okay, Makruh, so not recommended. Yeah, not recommended. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so other things that are not in this category, for example, giraffe, deer, moose, they're permissible, lo? Okay, yes. So, llama. Llama is not carnivorous and does not attack other people with teeth. Mm. It is similar to giraffe, deer, and moose. Therefore, it is lawful to consume on condition that it is slaughtered accordingly to their principles. Okay. Yay. Good so, answer. And if you can eat a llama, you can also eat an alpaca. <laughs> Thanks for Fun the information. Okay. And then they put a very cute picture of the llama. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I don't want to eat that. Okay, this is awesome. Okay, next. Number two, is there llama leather? Go. I think Llama yes, leather. I mean, if you eat llama, right, then there will be skin. Ma, and this is the llama extravaganza. Yes. <laughs> what do you think? I think have it. Eh. Confirm have one lah. People eat, then what do they do with the byproduct? Yes, have. Okay, great. Llama hide. It's like processed like a pelt from the fur of the llama. Oh, and they use it to make shoes and bags. Mm. It's a very normal thing in another part of the world. Okay. Okay. Good answer. Next. Why are there two L's in llamas? <laughs> Why? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. Why oh, you earn so long? <laughs> I think it's cause of the language of South America. Oh, it's to distinguish from the word with one L, the Lama, which is like the, the Dalai Lama. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> the Dalai Lama with two L's. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. And also because it's uh, Spanish origin, and in Spanish, the double L exists. Ah. Dalai Lama the thought is hilarious eh? it reminds me of that show the emperor show is it what's that the cartoon which oh the emperor's groove yes yeah, oh my god that, that show is so funny image in my head okay <laughs> next are llamas related to alpacas okay. are they related what do you think yes definitely <laughs> they look alike they look like they're same thing lor. Llamas and alpacas are often mistaken for the same animal, and the confusion is understandable. Alpacas and llamas are so similar because they are both part of the camelid family, which includes camels, their cousins in the Eastern Hemisphere. Oh, so they are all cousins. Okay. Great to know. Okay, next. Why are llamas so expensive? Can llamas be kept as pets? <laughs> and can llamas be kept as pets in Singapore? Oh. Then D and K. Why are llamas so expensive? Because they are only found in South America, la, not meh. Then it's so difficult to bring them alive to you. Isn't that the answer? Or am I wrong? Apparently, alpacas are much more expensive than llamas. Oh, interesting. And llamas are expensive because they have soft wool. Uh, in some countries, they can be purchased. Mm. Yeah. Alpaca fiber is generally more expensive, but not always more valuable. Interesting. <laughs> so clothing grade llama wool can sell for $2 an ounce. Okay. Okay, and it's very soft and it's very easy to work with. And unlike sheep's wool, it has no greasy lanolin. Ah. That's why it's interesting. a bit expensive. Oh. Okay. Okay, so the next uh, paragraph says llamas make fine pets. Okay. Because they are very good natured. Despite their reputation for spitting. Mm. So they, they seldom spit. Like you can train your llama not to spit towards people. They are low-key temperament. Mm. And llamas also make wonderful companions because they like to go for walks. Ah, and they so actually cute. enjoy the company of humans. Mm. So cute! Yes. <sighs> and is that why there's these llama tours going around? Maybe. Like before COVID, I saw there was a documentary that people can just meet. The llama. Yeah, and bring them for walks. What? Walk the llama. Where? Don't know. Some western <laughs> country. Not here. I only know in Taiwan that time I went to an alpaca cafe. Mm-hmm. Then the alpaca just roam around the cafe. Like, it's his house. So cute. Then, I think they like fabric. 
Oh, so they keep on like biting my sweater. So cute. <laughs> e got the saliva. Yeah, then he keeps like trying to chew on it and like, you know, try to take it away. Then I'm like, I have to pull back on oh, the sweater. So cute. <laughs> then if the then the shopkeeper say if you pull back is fine. Just pull a bit harder is okay. But if I go and like stop it from like biting your sweater, right? You will spit at me because he knows me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's hilarious. It knows you or it don't know you. It knows, so if it, like the person that he's, the llama is more familiar with, mm. then they will be more bad-natured. Oh, they'll take advantage of you lah, because they know you, then they'll take advantage yeah, of you. Yeah, they think it, like, it's fine to spit on you lah. Oh my goodness, so naughty. <laughs> okay, anyway, llamas make fine pets because they also tend to be healthy and disease-free. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, so can we keep them as pets in Singapore? Most likely, no. Why? Nine animals that are illegal to keep as pets in Singapore. I really, really don't have. Maybe the trick is to Google legal pets in Singapore. Oh, I found a list that says animals allowed for sale. Dog, cats, rabbits, all the guinea pig, hamster, chinchilla related stuff. Most likely no lah. I think you cannot even sell in Singapore. Mm. You can see it in the zoo. Yeah, fish, bird, turtle, worm kind of thing. You can't really keep a lot of pets in Singapore. Yeah. I think that the answer is uh, most likely no. Mm. You're only allowed to keep two kinds of tortoise slash turtle. Also, it's like, you know, there's no space for it. Yeah, we're going to keep it inside my, <laughs> in my storeroom. <laughs> it's it's going to be so unhappy, right? Yeah. In the small space. Okay, that's all for the Lama Lightning Round. Okay, Jian, who did you ask this week? I asked Jia Xing. And she gave us three very interesting search terms. Ooh, okay, what did she say? She asked, do centipedes know of millipedes' existence? <laughs> oh no, this like an existential, like a philosophical question. Before that, we need to question whether can millipedes think? And can millipedes conceptualize centipedes? You know that kind of thing? Yeah, okay. exactly. Anyway, what's the question? I want to Google it. Do centipedes know of millipedes' existence? Oh, I said it wrongly. Okay, first we need to question whether can centipedes think. And then we need to question whether can centipedes conceptualize millipedes? Yes. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I mean, like, maybe they know that there's another uh, prey or predator. I think it's prey, lah, because millipedes are so harmless. Google. And Google does not know that. <laughs> Google is so <laughs> No one knows. I mean, Yee, look at the pictures. The articles I'm getting are what's the difference between centipedes and millipedes? How are millipedes and centipedes alike? Uh, how are they different? That kind of thing. But no one has questioned the mind, <laughs> the mind <laughs> of the centipede. Uh, Does the centipede have a brain, actually? There's a question that says, like, do centipedes eat millipedes? So, I mean, if they eat them, they oh, know, then they know that la. they exist. La. Yeah. Okay, so what's the answer? Uh, Most centipedes are swift predators that typically eat smaller anthropods. Millipedes, on the other hand, eat decaying plant metal. So I think the likelihood of the centipede eating the millipede is very high. Mm. Because centipedes eat insects. Mm. So it can eat any insect. Mm. Which is... That it feels like eating lah. The millipede is one of them. Okay. Oh, you know what? Centipedes actually even eat other centipedes. Oh, wow. So yeah, centipede doesn't... They don't discriminate yeah. what they eat. So yeah, as they eat spiders, worms, bait bugs, yeah, anything, even each other. Oh, interesting. Mm. Okay. So technically, if they could eat a millipede, they probably know that the millipedes exist. Yes. Okay. Okay, the answer is yes. Okay. Thanks, Google. <laughs> a lot of inference needed, but we got the answer. <laughs> okay, the second term is, who invented baby shower? <laughs> oh wow the baby shower originates from quite a long time ago it is an unexpectedly long time ago I see I see the Victorian era oh wow could be considered the ancestor to modern baby showers as women would hold tea parties for the new mother after she gave birth 
So the baby showers we know today mm. began during the baby boom era after World War II. Ah. Whoa. Oh yeah, there was a baby boom uh, after World War II. Apparently, the this article says that it can be traced way back to the Egyptian or Greek civili- civilizations. Whoa. Greek civilizations. Whoa. Oh yeah, I see it now. Wow. Yeah, so it's like, it's a practice of welcoming new life into this world. Different cultures got different like way of celebrating this event. Oh yeah, like in the Chinese culture, we have the Man Yue. Mm. The full month of the baby. Yes, Man Yue. <laughs> and then they will give the red eggs. Yeah. Mm. So different cultures have different ways of celebrating it. But it is something to be celebrated. Yeah, I mean like a new life that comes into the world is like quite a momentous occasion. Congratulations, player. You have now entered the game. Yes. Good luck. Begin your <laughs> tutorial mode today. <laughs> da, da, da. Okay, what's the next search term? The next search term is... Sweet psychological thrillers. Sweet? Yeah. Sweet psychological... I'm also very curious. What is this thing? Is it like a love story? Yeah, is it like... Yeah, sweet as in a love story. Or is it about candy? Like a psychological trailer where a candy, a lollipop or something is featured? Mm. Hmm. Google shows me very scary things. 18 best psychological thriller movies that will give you chills. I think what she means maybe romantic. Let me try. Romantic psychological trailers. Oh, there are quite a lot. <laughs> Whoa. Yes, there's a lot. The Silent Patient, The Guest List, The Dancing Girls, The Silent Wife, The Glass Hotel. Why does it all start with the? The, 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 the. The, 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 the. Why? 10 Essential Sexy Thrillers. Huh? Still got sexy one. Then the starting of this is, I love my spine-tingling thrillers with a dash of romance thrown in. Oh, it's a real, real genre of movies. Yes, indeed. Oh, for example, Gone Girl. Ah, yes. It's a thriller. I wouldn't say that it's sweet, though. And then the recent Netflix one, the You. Is it You? Ah, uh, You. The yeah. stalker thing. You is interesting. Yeah, yeah. so I guess that, that's that's the genre. Well, today I learned that there's a whole genre of this. Mm. I can understand its appeal, though. It, it's like exciting, but at the same time, there is a love element thrown into it. And then there's like a bit of fear and like suspense so people want to experience the whole range of emotions within a single sitting oh oh I never <laughs> thought of it that way but good analysis good job hi okay thank you Z and thank you Jiaxing for the very interesting search terms yay that's the end of our special segment do 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 okay let's begin our next search term Eliza what is your next search term okay my next search term is very short it is Can I eat non-moldy parts of cheese? No. The no. answer is no. That's your answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I think I searched this before about the non-moldy part of the bread. But bread and cheese is not the same thing. Okay, why? Because the mold, right? The part that you can see that is green green or white white or black black, mm-hmm. it is... Uh, only the, like there is roots that come out of it. Mm. So the roots will actually extend way further than you can see. Mm. And if you eat that part, then it's also not good for you. Mm. You might die if it's toxic. Mm. Yes. Excellent answer. Thank you. But you're only half correct. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Always so confident with your answers. <laughs> how, how is it when I episode 9? <laughs> you're still so confident. <laughs> Okay, so the answer is you are really half correct. You know what you say about the mold, you can see a certain part, then yeah. they will send the roots down into the other yes, part. Yes, right? so actually it's deeper than you can see. That's for bread. Okay, okay. But okay. for cheese, right, it works for soft cheese. Oh. Like the mold will send their roots into soft cheese. Okay. Like for example, cottage cheese, cream cheese, ricotta cheese, this kind of cheese. Oh. It's very soft. Okay. And then any cheese that is shredded, crumbled, or sliced. Uh. Yeah, it will also send, they will also send their little roots into them. Oh, okay. Mm. But if it's like the block of cheese, mm. that kind then won't lah. Mm. For hard and semi-soft cheese like cheddar, 
parmesan Swiss cheese, the block kind, mm, you can mm. actually cut off about one inch around the moldy spot. Oh, like you can two, eat the rest of it. 2.5 cm around it. Mm. Yeah, and then you can eat the rest of it. But you must make sure that your knife don't touch the mold. Oh, yeah. okay. So I was searching this, right? Because I wanted to make pizza the other day. Okay. Yeah, then I saw that my red cheddar got the tiny, tiny mold at the corner. <laughs> But it's shredded lah, so cannot use. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. And then the mold is actually very toxic. Contains bacteria like salmonella, E. coli and all that. And it can cause food poisoning. Mm. Then some mold is very, very dangerous. Yes. They produce mycotoxins and can give you acute food poisoning, immune deficiency and even cancer. Oh my goodness. Jeng, okay. Jeng, really jeng. don't eat the moldy part, okay? Yeah. Like it's, it's not okay just to eat a little bit. It's not okay. Yeah, like you can save a few cents, uh, maybe a few dollars if <sighs> the cheese is very expensive. But then after that, you have like very high medical bills. Yeah. And doesn't make sense. You have very bad tummy ache and a lot of health problems. Yeah. Okay, so it doesn't make sense. Okay, next question I want to ask you is how to tell good mold from bad mold? <laughs> Different color. What color? I don't know. Green mold is not so bad. <laughs> Black mold is worse. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. I don't know. Some mold is good. Some mold is no good. Okay. Like duh, right? Okay. But then some mold is used to make cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like right. for example, blue cheese, brie or camembert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but Cam- then some... some, some Camembert. Camembert. Oh no, I've been saying it wrong my entire life. It's camembert. Camembert. Okay, noted. Okay, anyway. So if you have blue cheese, the mold is supposed to have blue veins. Oh, what? Yeah, blue veins. Oh, is that why yeah. it's called blue cheese? Yes. Oh. The blue thing is the mold. Oh. You mean you didn't know? No. You thought it's what? I did. I, I don't like blue cheese. So <laughs> it's blueberry flavor. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's so smelly. Oh. Okay. Then if you have like brie or camembert, Yes. They're supposed to have a thick white rind on the outside. Ah, The yes. thick white rind is also mold. Okay. Mm. So can we eat that? Can. Can uh, eat. That it's okay mold. Yeah, okay. good mold. The mold that you should watch out for is the fuzzy kind, the furry furry one. Mm. Yeah, so you see you got furry furry one, right? It can be any colour. You got white, got green. I see bright orange one before my mozzarella. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so as long as it's furry, don't eat. Okay. Mm. Got it. Mm. No eat the furry mold. Mm. And if you buy the smelly cheese, right, the advice, right, on the websites is you need to smell it right after you buy it so that you can establish a baseline stink. <laughs> yeah, you need to smell it and then you establish, okay, what is the stinkiness of this? <laughs> so if it grows more stinky, yeah. then is there's a problem. Yes. Oh. Yeah, it has to be around there. The, the same smell. amount of stinky. Yeah. Okay. Too smelly, it. then spoil really. That's, that's a great... Mm. Stink meter. That is the best <laughs> advice that they can give. And then they say, just don't eat the mold. How la. to remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every day you open and smell. La. <laughs> Must establish your baseline. What if it stink. slowly like, becomes worse, then you will just, your, your baseline will just adjust accordingly. Oh, Okay, then maybe once in a while you open. Because <laughs> you know when I open my mozzarella packet okay. that day, right? Yeah. There was, I mean, it looks yellow and white, law, like how uh-huh. Mozzarella looked like. But when yes. I open it, like, what the most pungent odor like, came out. Oh. Then I'm just like, oh no, it doesn't smell like that. Okay, okay. So you'll know. Yeah, even though I can't see the mold, I know something is wrong with it. Okay, understand. Okay, makes sense. Okay, so that's it for my search term. Okay. So, yes. What is your search term? My search term is. Levitating strawberries. <laughs> No, why? Why? What in the world is that? <laughs> Guess what this is about? Levitating strawberries, law, like um a magic trick that you can perform for children. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it is levitating strawberries, but it's not a magic trick. There is no. a way to levitate strawberries. What? You use an extremely strong magnet. You can levitate not only strawberries, any material or every living creature on earth is possible to levitate. So you just use a very strong magnet, then you put the opposite pole inside the strawberry, then it will just twing. No, 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 no. It's not that there is any metallic thing uh-huh. or magnetic material inside the strawberry. Okay, then how does it levitate? Okay, so let me explain. Oh. 
Okay, mm-hmm. there's this thing called molecular magnetism. It is always present, although it's very weak and it remains unnoticed. Okay. So it is present within all of us and okay. every single material. Okay. It's like, you know, an atom, right? Mm. It has electrons, right? Mm. So when there is an extremely strong magnet, there will be another force that is against mm. that. So mm. it will create another magnetic field. Okay. So when you create an extremely strong magnet, the thing will create its own magnetic field and then it will levitate inside because it is against the force of gravity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how strong do you think the magnet needs to be to ma- levitate something? Like a very light thing like a strawberry. The size of a football field. Like very big. Okay, like okay. The strawberry in the center, then the, the magnet is as big as a football field. That's very big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the size... I don't think it's equivalent to the how strong oh, a magnet that's is. True, it can be just a very big sheet of. I think it's one of the factors, magnet. but okay. it's like not the defining factor. Okay, no. so you're asking me <laughs> how much stronger is it instead of how big? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, for like twenty five thousand. Okay, because a normal magnet is a size of a coin. Then that's football field is twenty five thousand coins. Okay, okay, okay. The answer is not so not so big, not so. Many. <sighs> It's just hundred to thousand times deducive abilities. Hundred to thousand times larger than a household magnet. Okay. Okay. So the scientific team that wanted to test this levitating thing, mm-hmm. uh, they tried to put a frog into the magnetic field. So. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Then. So they want to see whether like a living creature would be affected. Okay. Because by right it won't be because all the forces are acting on it. And the frog should feel absolutely fine. Okay. Yeah. So the explanation is this. In this field, all the atoms inside the frog act as very small magnets, creating a small field. So you may say that the frog is now built up of these tiny magnets, all of which are repelled by the large magnet. Okay. So this force, called the diamagnetic force, Mm -hmm. is directed upwards. Mm -hmm. So it appears to be strong enough to compensate for the force of gravity that is directed downwards. Mm -hmm. That also acts on every single atom of the frog. Mm -hmm. So the frog's atoms don't feel any force at all. So the frog floats as if it were in a spacecraft. Okay. Then they say that the small frog looked very comfortable inside of the magnet and happily joined its fellow frogs in a biology department afterwards. Oh, it (laughs) went on to live a happy life. Yes. After the experiment. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so there's a fun fact because this paper is called Of Flying Frogs and Levitrons. Okay. Yeah. And it's written by these two scientists called Andre Geim and Konstantin Novoselov. And they won a Ig Nobel Prize. Okay. <laughs> in 2000. Mm-hmm. And then one of the scientists he proceeded to win a real Nobel Prize in physics for the discovery of graphene. Oh, he won an Ig Nobel and a Nobel a Prize. A real Nobel mm-hmm. Prize, yeah. Then this guy, right, this Andre guy, right, he's the only person up to now mm-hmm. to win an Ig Nobel Prize and a Nobel Prize. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> hmm, if they put a, a human trail out to like step into a, a magnet, no, and thank you. you can float. <laughs> so fast, I won't even finish my okay. Not she interested no. in floating, like, because I'm like scared of heights. I don't feel like I will like that feeling a lot. Okay. Okay, noted. I will only like train for this if I'm slated to go into space. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if they say you need to buy a spacecraft ticket, you first need to walk inside this magnet. Yeah, or like some kind of similar training, the floating mm. training, then yes. okay, fine. Okay, <laughs> I think that's a good way to teach this to humans. <laughs> like, uh, we would like to test this magnet or we don't tell them it's test. We tell them if you want to go to space on the commercial space flight, yeah, you might as well try this out. Mm. Okay, we've reached the almost end of our podcast and now it is time for... Fun thing to recommend. Okay, my recommendation for this week yes. is the docu-series F1 Drive to Survive oh my gosh yeah I've been obsessed about it and you know when my roommate Phil she suggested this to me yes I was super apprehensive about watching it okay cause F1 is not a sport that I follow okay yeah but then it's like she keeps saying it's so interesting it's so interesting and then okay I went to watch it right 
Yes. And then, oh my goodness, I found it absolutely compelling. <laughs> I cannot stop watching. Like, I had to reassure myself, like, no, no beach watching, one episode at a time. Do your work first. <laughs> After doing the work, then can watch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. It talks about the people in F1. Yes. The drivers, the team, the management. And then it shows the amount of stress and pressure all of them are under. Oh. Yeah. I used to think like F1 is just 20 cars, then zoom, zoom, zoom. Okay. Then who win, then lost champagne, that kind of thing, right? <laughs> the but, glory. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's not like that. You know, it takes a long, long way to even get a seat. Yes. In that 20 cars. Yes. Like they had to train for 10, 15 years, then they can get there. And the whole pit stop thing is like another art of its own. Yeah. yeah. Each person, each mechanic has to train for that. Yes. Just to <laughs> take out the tire and put it back. Yeah, because yeah. you need to do it so fast, right? You cannot fumble. Mm. And then it also takes a lot, a lot of work to make the car. Mm. To make the tech inside the car, to make it fast, but also safe. Mm. Yeah. And then also then to get sponsors and this and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much going on. Yes. So after watching it, I have a newfound respect for the sport. Mm. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. Okay, I will try to watch it. This is my exact same reaction that I gave Phil <laughs> when she told me about this. So, yes, I fully understand all right, all right. where your <laughs> lack of enthusiasm is coming from. <laughs> I did follow the F1 though, because my dad and brother watches. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe you'll feel more, mm. more affinity for it. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, what is the thing that you are going to recommend this week? I was actually going to recommend a different thing, but mm. because we were talking about like how to focus your attention, right? Mm. Uh, it reminded me of a video that I watched quite recently. Okay. It's like during the whole lockdown period. Mm-hmm. This Have you heard of the YouTuber CPG Grey? Yes. Yeah, then he has this video called Spaceship You. Mm-hmm. So basically the concept of the video is that in this whole lockdown situation, you are actually a person in a spaceship mm. and then you are manning this spaceship mm. and you have to live and eat here for this period of time. Mm. Okay? So what you should do is you should split up your spaceship into different areas like mm. work, recreation, eating, sleeping. Mm. It should all be four different areas and when, once you keep it separate and once you hack your brain mm. into thinking like, for example, okay, if I face this way at my computer, it's time for working. Mm. So you shouldn't do any other thing except for working. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, don't watch YouTube or yes. like oh, Netflix I or whatever at the I same situation. I strongly believe in these two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's the gist of the video. Like, I mean, I can explain it, but then I think the, he does a better job. So please go watch this video. Spaceship You. Mm, mm. I'll recommend it too. Mm. Yes. <laughs> that's my recommendation. Alright, we've reached the end of this week's podcast. Thank you, Eliza, for making this podcast with me. And thank you, Zingan, for doing this podcast with me. If you have Googled anything interesting lately, you can drop us an email at yyyshow at gmail.com and we will search it up on the show. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and on our Facebook page where we post images of some of the things that we talked about today. You can also help share our show with friends that might enjoy a comedy trivia podcast. If you would like to support us, you can head over to our Patreon page and give us a small contribution to help us keep the show running. Your contributions will also unlock access to bonus content like behind-the-scenes pictures and more information about the things that we talked about today. 